Jill Crammon is a writer, artist, and educator who began writing poetry when she was in college. Over the years, her poems have appeared in literary magazines and anthologies all over the country. Her work has been nominated for a Pushcart Prize, and her poems recently appeared as part of Poem Village, a community program celebrating local poetry in the Adirondack town of Saranac Lake. On September 28, 2022, Jill shared her October sonnet at the second Poetic License Albany reading at Art Associates Gallery. In our conversation, we talk about what inspired that poem, what poetry means in a post-COVID world, and how motherhood shapes her writing. Sit with me a while in the kitchen at five o'clock sunset, splayed on the table, bleeding orange string and pulp, the full length of my dullest knife. Condolences to your hollow smile, your seeds, all that sprang from them. Stop trying so hard with your skeletons and spiders, your tombstones and witches. Terror is a lie. Your death, fake. A pulsing hand thrusting from the plastic skeleton's chest. Drunk pumpkin, let me introduce you to my father. True ghost, buried six years. Properly dead, lain out in fireman's dress blues. Cast your spell, hallow month. Candlelit mouth, bring me the head of someone I love. Um, actually, I wrote it during a workshop I took with Sarah Freely who's a poet in, I think she's in Rochester. And it was during Zoom time, uh, pandemic time when we couldn't go anywhere. So it was a, a workshop on the sonnet and the idea was to write about a month. So it was probably during October and I just started writing and it came out to be that it was about my dad who had passed away like five years ago and that's kind of where it came from and it had to be heavy with imagery so October was an easy one to pick with all the you know pumpkins skeletons and it sort of naturally led to talking about someone that was dead after hearing about how that piece came together I asked Jill what else keeps her writing and if she has a process for putting words to paper does come from signs on the side of the road. It comes from, uh, I was just watching a show about Bigfoot and they mentioned something in it about they're tracking a jay, a blue jay, and it was a blue jay forest and it was the mimic forest. And I was like, oh my God, that'd be a great idea for a poem. So, and, and I might start by writing about the blue jay and how it mimics things for danger. And then it will just naturally lead into... I don't know, something in my life, which is how the sonnet, the October sonnet came about. I didn't set out, I didn't think, oh, all right, I'm going to write about October, which is the month of pretend tombstones. And oh, that'll be about my dad. It just sort of comes, it just comes naturally, I guess. Or I let my imagination take me where it wants to. Yeah, I wish I had a process and a ritual. Like that's my plan is to set my alarm clock for an hour ahead and do it, but no. It's really either I'm taking a class, so I have I'm forced to write, or I'll find a workshop and which forces me to write, or sometimes like with the the blue jay mimic forest, it's like, ah, oh, okay, so I'll write some notes. 
Jill did not start writing poetry until she was in college. She explains how she started and what has kept her writing all this time. Yeah, and I was in, I want to say like my junior year of college and I, I was an English major, so I had to take a poetry class and I, you know, wrote poems and my professor sent one to a contest. Like I didn't even know she had done it and I won and I won $200. Like, so back in the nineties for a college student, I was like, dude, I'm rich. I'm going to be a poet. And so that's kind of what I did. I, st I really started writing then. I love the creation. I love the feeling that I get when I'm writing and the ideas take form. I, I love coming up with metaphor. I love creating. So I tried fiction for a little while back then, and that was fun. Um, but the poetry just was more immediate. And I don't like to delve into emotions too, too much. I like to go on the surface with metaphors and imagery. So poetry fits it. And I think I stopped writing when I had kids. And then I discovered that was like when the blogs became really popular. And I discovered, oh my gosh, there's all these poet moms. So I'm going to start writing again. And I just kept doing it. A lot of Jill's poetry comes from being a mother, and she's been finding ways to fit her experience as a mom into her work as much as she can. Well, I mean, that's kind of just my gig. <laughs> you know, you write what you know, and that's what I've known these last 21 years. And when I started writing, I, I don't like to be like anyone else, and I don't like to be cliche. So, but this was my experience and this was what I, what I wanted to talk about. So I, I wanted to find ways to talk about it that weren't cliche or boring. I mean, I don't think they're boring. And like I said, I love metaphor. So, you know, I probably, I don't remember about the Wizard of Oz poem, which is like one of the first poems in the book, but probably I watched it with the kids and then started just free writing or maybe mm -hmm. something said oh yeah that reminds me of us and that's what happened mm -hmm. in the mid-2000s jill and fellow poet carolee bennett began coming out to the local poetry open mics as a way to share their work with a wider audience she tells me how that all came about it uh sort of coincided with i think when i was about like my <laughs> my marriage was sort of falling apart and i was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And it was one of those challenges we gave to each other, Carolee and I, um, because we would, we met at a writing group at Women Words and we found out we had a lot in common. And so we would write on our own. And I think one of us came up with the idea, you know what, we should read out. Like that's the next natural step, right? You're writing this and sending things out, but it would be really great to have a community and to go out and read and meet other poets. So it was sort of a dare, like we dared ourselves. And in fact, we went to one that was over by St. Rose at a coffee shop and we chickened out. The one at um, the Lark Tavern, that was like our first time ever. And it was, we just like, I swear, we were probably like pushing each other in the door. After that first open mic at the Lark Tavern, Jill and Carol Lee had been heavily involved in the local writing community, even serving as co-presidents of the Hudson Valley Writers Guild. I wanted to know how the pandemic affected her writing and the workshop she attended online. She also tells me what she thinks of the power of poetry in a post-COVID world. 
I think because it was the pandemic and we couldn't go anywhere, it was nice because it, it forced me to do some writing, whereas I might have like read a book or watched Netflix. Like, so that part of it was nice. And it's also nice to be in your own space and your own clothes and, and, you know, you can shut off the camera and just do your writing, but then you have this community. So it's sort of more on your own terms. Mm -hmm. That part of it, I liked, I didn't do a lot of like open mics so much as the workshops where you would like read like poems that are already in books and then get ideas. Like I, I love prompts because they get me thinking. And then you could share if you wanted to, or you didn't. And that part of it, I liked. I think even more so now than ever, poetry is a is a force to be reckoned with. I think because maybe of the pandemic, more people found solace or strength in writing and listening. I think um, like Amanda Gorman, you know, choosing mm -hmm. her to for the inaugural poet, I think that gave a whole new generation of people who might not have been interested in poetry, gave them an interest in poetry. Um, I think it's, for whatever reason, it's gave it new vitality. I, you know, more and more people are sharing or like Maggie Smith with good bones, mm -hmm. how that went viral. Like I think sort of the pandemic and social media all happening around the same time, like poetry goes viral and people are interested in it. And that can only help further the, our mission, right? Which mm -hmm. is to share our words and bring community and, and like that whole universal experience where at a, at a live poetry reading, you can hear everyone go, ah. Jill Kremen's first book, Handbook for Unwell Mothers, which has been a work in progress for over 10 years, will be published by Finishing Line Press in May 2023. She currently lives in upstate New York with her two children and teaches art and preschool at a nature-based school. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.